everyone, welcome to the Flexing Physio podcast. This podcast is aimed for physios, whether you are a student or already qualified and working in the big bad world. On this podcast, we will be giving real world advice about everything physiotherapy. We will be having a bunch of special guests. And most of all, we'll be having lots of fun banter. My name is Dan Chang and I'm a physio working in a private practice here in Tamworth and I'll be your host. Now, let's get into this episode. Will everyone think that, that we're loud and obnoxious? <laughs> and then when they meet us in real life, they're like, these guys suck. <laughs> these timid little puppies. <laughs> All right. So, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Flexing Physio, again, with my hand gestures. I'm super excited about this episode because we've got a really cool special guest. Well, not special because she's going to make more regular appearances. This lady... You may have seen her in the first couple of episodes, episode one, two, and three, maybe. Her name is Bree Short. Hey, guys. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Settle down. It's okay. I'm yes. here. <laughs> so, Bree, you've been um, MIA for a little bit of time, haven't you? I know. I'm sorry, but I am back and ready to get into the thick of it with you, Daniel. Into the into the thick of it. <laughs> love that. Love that. Um do you, do you want to explain why you've been away <laughs> for six months? Yes, I can. So about this time last year, I actually broke my pelvis. I was doing an exercise, did it a bit wrong and broke my pelvis. Yeah. In November, I had this really cool surgery to fix it. I was meant to be back at work three months ago. It wasn't healing quite right. So still recovering, but we'll be back on Monday. Monday. And that's in like four days time. Four days. Yeah. So today's Thursday. Wow. Awesome. Well, I've got to say, it's good to have you back. And it's good to be back. I thought it was pretty rough that you had to deliver an in-service to all of us yesterday. <laughs> you thought it you're was not rough. Even, you're not even back at... <laughs> no, I didn't think your in-service was rough. I thought it was rough that you had to deliver one. I was really excited. I... I think I would want to be a lecturer. I love speaking in front of people. I reckon. But I reckon when I listened to you, I needed you. I needed to listen to you on 0.5 <laughs> speed. <laughs> okay, guys. So apparently I was a little bit excited and spoke a little bit fast. Just I even stopped at one point bit. to ask if I was speaking fast. <laughs> Everyone's like, nah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, for me, you were. Because I'm from New Zealand. So you got to speak slowly for me, all right? <laughs> English is not my first language. <laughs> okay. Is this better much better thank you so much <laughs> all right Bri, let's get right into this episode i've been waiting for you to come back so i can talk about this with you perfect but before we get into it we're going to talk about burnout by the way but before we get into the topic i want to hear something embarrassing that's happened to your life okay so dan asked me this last night and i was coming up with a few suggestions but this one kind of takes the cake so i I was in Scotland for a family friend's wedding. I was probably about 16 at this time. So we were staying at this really fancy castle and it had this giant spiral staircase. We were on our way down to the wedding and I was walking down the stairs. I had my jacket looped over my arm and I was texting on my phone in the other hand. You know, typical 16-year-old thing. Needed my phone, obviously. <laughs> I was walking down and I got probably to like the last three spirals and I trod on my jacket and I went head first down these stairs, like dung, 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 all the way down, like something out of a cartoon. And I landed on the ground face up under a Scotsman. Oh. And 
If you didn't know, Scotsman's under their kilts cannot wear any underwear. Holy moly. Wow. <laughs> yep. I saw everything. And, you know, this beautiful redhead man, the the carpet mate matched the drapes. <laughs> wow. That's a, I don't really want to imagine that. But you're imagining it, aren't I you? I feel like he'd be more embarrassed. No, he was more like, oh my God, this kid just fell down the yeah. stairs. Are you alive? Let me bend down and help you. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no. <okay>. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's that's horrible. Yeah. Well, I, I've got one too. Please share. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Um. Okay. Well, if you don't like poo, you have to stop listening right now. <laughs> this is my favorite story in the whole entire world. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to expose myself. So there was one morning, um, this at uh, this time I was living in East Tamworth, which is about 10 minutes drive from work. But anyway, one morning I was like, oh, I re- would really like some breakfast at um, one of the local cafes here. Are you going to name them? No, I don't think so, because I don't <laughs> think I'll be allowed back after the story. And uh, I caught up with my fiance at the time and, uh, you know, got there, had ordered the largest coffee. Um, and it was very strong that day too. And good also, coffee, guys. Good coffee. Very good coffee. And also, I ordered the biggest burrito in the world. And uh, I was like, this is awesome. So, I was sitting there sipping my coffee, sinking this burrito. Anyway, got to the end of the brekkie, had to go to work. And I thought, you know what? I could probably go to do a number two. But you know what? I'll save it for work. It'll be fine. Yes, it will be fine, I thought. So, I left the cafe. <laughs> Got to my car and I was like, oh, well, it's getting a little bit. The feelings are getting a bit intenser, if that's a word. And I was like, no, 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 so I'll, be, I'll be fine. I'll just go to work. And I got into the car, started driving. And I don't know if you know Tamworth, but Peel Street can get pretty congested. Just like my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was driving down Peel Street. There was, there was this traffic stop, traffic light. And for some reason that day, it went extra long. And I was thinking, okay, I need a poo. This is this is happening, so I um, honestly I just let it I just let it happen, and I, when it happened I was both so disappointed <laughs> and also so relieved at the same time, and instead of going to work I I turned off right to go to go back home, I I, I wrote myself off. Guys, this was about this time last year, and for a fair while I was the only one that didn't hold until yeah. one day the lunchroom was packed and I. Forgot that Dan didn't tell people. And I was like, hey, Dan, remember that time you poop yourself? <laughs> yeah. And I had to share with everyone. <laughs> uh, and there was tears of laughter yeah, and tears of pain in Dan. Tears eyes. of pain for me, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> hope you enjoy that story. I think I just exposed myself there. I think you just lost all your viewers. I think so. All three of them. Huh. Where'd you go? <laughs> Mom, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brie, we better get stuck into this episode. We need to. So, I actually have a question for you, Dan. Please. How long do you think the average physio is a physio for? Just how many years? Before what? Before they stop being a physio. Before they stop? Mm. Um, five years. That is spot on. Really? The average person is only a physio for five years until they experience significant enough burnout to stop and change careers. Oh, my gosh. And, okay, so... Dan and I haven't been working for five years yet, so we can't comment on that. Yeah. We haven't experienced what people define as burnout, mm. but we have experienced the symptoms of it. Mm. And I think it goes largely not talked about in our 
years of experience because people go, oh, we can't complain. We've only been working for two years. Like, suck it up. So, Dan, do you want to talk a little bit about how you were feeling maybe later last year? Yeah, and even going into earlier this year, um, yeah. just right before I got married. I mean, that's the reason why I got married, so I can have three weeks off. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Corrine. <laughs> Sorry, Corrine. Yeah, love you. Love you, babe. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I Towards the end of last year and beginning of this year, I got to the point where I was I wasn't, I wasn't, was seeing about, on average, 10 people a day, 8 to 10, 8 to yeah. 12, I, I should say. And I got to the point where, honestly speaking, I would celebrate if someone cancelled or if I have blank spots in my day. We would often say that. We'd be like, yes, they're not showing up. It would be five minutes past their appointment time. Like, oh, I've got some downtime. Time to focus on me. Yeah. It wasn't that we didn't want to see that patient. It was that we emotionally couldn't take another patient that day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think it was for a period of time I was seeing a lot of workers comp clients and a lot of them had really debilitating pain Mm -hmm. um tends to be shoulders i don't know why you are Um, the shoulder guru that's right i did a course once (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like they would come in and they would you know obviously as a physio i'm there to address their physical side but quite naturally if you see them once a week you start building rapport and they start telling you about you know the pay is about to get cut They've got a family of five that they have to support and their pay is about to get cut in half. Yeah. And, you know, what do you do with that when someone tells you that? You you <laughs> you take it on board. You absorb it. You're like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. I feel for this bloke. Like, yeah. yeah. And I have a box of tissues in my room just ready for when someone breaks down. And you would be surprised. We literally probably go through a new box of Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Half for me, half for the clients. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I just wanted to say as well, like I've had grown ass men in my in my room, grown ass farmers in my room break down, yeah. and to see that happen to me, like at the moment, I'm kind of tearing up because I'm thinking, this is like, like this is the saddest thing I've yeah. seen yeah. happen in front of me. It, it's really hard, and I found a lot with COVID. We were seeing people during the lockdown who were coming not because of their sore ankle, but because they needed someone to talk to because things mm. weren't good. And I remember that being the hardest time. So Dan said he's from New Zealand. He couldn't get home to see his family. Mm. I'm from a town that's three hours away. I couldn't see my family. And you just felt for these people who were in so much mental pain that it was kind of manifesting as physical pain. Yeah. And it was just really hard. It was mm. draining. For me, I um I didn't really talk to anyone about how I was feeling in terms of my burning out symptoms yeah um i think i talked to you about it and i think you knew about it but my my wife's an accountant and she doesn't understand what i do for work and likewise i don't understand what she does for work yeah so i don't really go home and tell her about it so i end up just bottling all this emotions by myself i feel that 100 percent. and i was actually just speaking to one of our physios before i came in here and she was saying the same thing like her partner doesn't understand and she doesn't understand his job and Mm. it's just it's really hard and i feel we try to bottle it up because, again, we have that stigma that, oh, we're only two to three years in our careers. Like, we shouldn't be feeling like this. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry, looking back now, Daniel, mm. if you could go back in time, what would you do differently to best look after yourself? Sure, good question. Um, one thing that I would have definitely implemented a bit earlier was to take regular days off. Perfect. Um, you've got personal leave, you've got sick leave. Well, 
let's just say personal because don't, <laughs> don't say you're sick if you're not sick. <laughs> no, don't lie. Yeah. But we have to remember that mental health is part of your health. So yep. it can come under. Absolutely. Um, so I, I would have implemented those regular days off. We do these things called RDOs here, which is basically just a day off um, <laughs> once, a, once a month. And um, yeah, slot them in. Um, no one. I found this workplace is extremely supportive in that yeah. re, in that area. No one asks questions like, "Oh, why are you having that day off? Um, can't you come in?" So that's really awesome. We do work in a really good place like that. Yeah, and I think we should have utilized the more experienced people around us, spoken mm. to them about, "Hey, this is how I'm feeling," and ninety percent of them would be like, "Yeah, mate, we all have like this is what you need to do to help yourself." Yeah. I read a book before my new grad year, which was last year. It was called... You can read? It was an audio book. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Good. It's called Becoming the Ultimate Physio, and it is by Nick Schuster. Cool. If you guys haven't read it, you definitely should. So he said, my philosophy in my consultations is to always leave something in reserve in terms of his energy levels, as we deserve to live our lives too. 100%. And I didn't really understand that at the time until I was treating people, but mm. I feel like we pour so much into our consultations and wanting these people to get better that we forget that we might be injured too, that yeah. we might be suffering and you can't help people if you've got nothing left to give. That's right. And that comes back to that saying, you can't pour from an, from an empty cup. You cannot. No. He also <laughs> says, when you fly, the Air cabin crew will tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people. Mm. And notoriously as physios, we don't do that. We'll put everyone else's oxygen mask on first yeah. and then we suffocate. Yeah. So wow. again, just really harping on that need for self-care, that support network, yep. that speaking up. Mm, absolutely. And I think having supportive colleagues also helps as well. 100%. So, so if you were to tell a new grad or you... What would be your top three takeaway points for someone who's experiencing the symptoms of burnout? Yeah. Even someone who's 10 years into the game. Yeah, absolutely. I would say number one is to talk to someone about it. Talk to your colleagues, talk to your spouse or your brother, whoever is supportive in your life, talk to them. Number two, take those regular days off. You've got annual leave. Um, yeah. use, use a week. Mm -hmm. You know, in the grand scheme of things, what's that week going to do? Nothing. So use the week and just do the stuff that you want to do. I was in Melbourne for the honeymoon yep. and I caught up with a mate of mine who studied at Otago University in New Zealand, um, physio. So he's in Melbourne now. He's got his own clinic. Oh, cool. Shout out to Bobby. <laughs> and I asked him the same question, like, what would you do um, differently if to, to prevent burnout? And he said, another one is have a hobby. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so his hobby was he loved drawing. He loves doing landscapes and all that. For me, I like working out. I like making food. I like eating food. I love um, gaming. Gaming, yeah, <laughs> shooting some people <laughs> <laughs> on the video game. Yeah, 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 on the video game. So have a hobby, and that's your time to do your thing. Perfect. That's, that's my three. They are my for three also. Oh, stop it! Oh my god, we're the same person. Get out of my head. <laughs> oh, no wonder everyone hates us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, crack of episode. Thanks for listening. If um, if you stuck out to the end, uh, we've got a physio flexing physio Instagram page. So if you're listening and if you're experiencing burnout or if you are burnt out, please send me a message. Flick us a message that you know you that to say that you've listened to this episode, and I'll give you a virtual hug.
Oh, yeah. Thanks All right. for having me, Dan. No worries, Brie. You'll be on here much more, that's for sure. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you say it with a tear in your eye. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye.